Welcome to This is Why I Teach, a podcast series highlighting Kentucky teacher voices and stories produced by GoTeachKY and the Kentucky Department of Education. My name is John and I'll be your host. Today we welcome Nikki Sims from Seven Hills Preschool uh, with Owensboro Public Schools. Welcome. Thank you so much. So my first question is, why and how did you pursue a career in teaching? I chose this career actually at the request of like a high school teacher. I was one of those students. I wasn't a terrible student, but I wasn't too academic. I was more concerned with the socials of things. And I had a high school teacher my senior year who said, hey, you know, have you thought about what you want to do? And I said, I'm not really sure, you know, and college is just so tough and I'm not really academic. And she said, I want you to think about teaching. You're the perfect person for teaching because you're very social and outgoing and you have that personality that people will follow. And I think that that could just be a really great profession for you. And I thought, okay, you know, I'll think about it. And when I went to my college orientation just a couple months later, they said, you know, what what do you think you want to do as a major? What would you like to choose? And I said, how about education? And that's just kind of, you know, I got into it and I started it and I really loved it after that. So that's where that came from. That's a great story. I love that. And I love the fact that you had a teacher who intentionally went out of their way to recruit you. That's very cool. What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your teaching career? Oh, man. I wish somebody had told me in the beginning how important connections could be and how vital they could be to my survival here. My first year was really rough. I felt very alone. I was kind of on this island of first year teacher and and I didn't realize the school um, cafeteria staff, while they'll get you the good snacks that'll fill your students up. And, you know, veteran teachers really, really know what they're doing. Reach out to them when you have a struggle. I wish somebody had told me that the connections would save my life my first year. Sounds like a good course in ed prep program, Connections. <laughs> connections 101. Uh, what is one myth that you would like to debunk about teaching? the myth that teachers get summers off. Okay. My husband, my, I mean, everybody is, oh, you get the whole summer off. No, you don't. Okay. Teachers are doing professional development. They have trainings. They're preparing for next year. They're reaching out to their principals and other school staff to coordinate plans for the upcoming year. You don't get the summer quote off. Now, my job shifts a little bit and I might be working from, you know, home, but as far as being off, I'm not off. Very true. <laughs> what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career in teaching? Start early and build your relationships early. You know, in college, really build a connection with your professor because they can be helpful tools for you later. And reach out to people in your community that might help you in the future. You know, your your mental health advisors. Mental health is a huge thing for students. Reach out to mental health people in your community and just build those relationships. Introduce yourself. Say, I'm going to be a teacher someday. And I think I'd really like to, to get to know you and exchange numbers in case I ever have any questions. And just build those those relationships outside of a school building. Thank you. What are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Other teachers, other paraprofessionals, other staff. They know everything about everything. They know if I have a child who's doing this, they've had a child do that before. They know how to address that. They know ways that work for them and strategies. They're going to be your best resource. A very common thread in all these podcasts are the human resources. 
Nikki, tell me about a student that changed how you teach. I have a student that I still think about today. Um, this is my 11th year teaching. Name brand everything smelled so good. More cologne than any grown man I've ever met. And fresh haircut and the great shoes. And he would come in every day. And all he wanted to do was sit in my lap, hug me, snuggle, and sleep. And in the beginning, I thought, I wonder what's going on. You know, he seems so well taken care of. And it was through building that relationship with him that I realized that he had a very traumatic home life that was covered up with this beautiful appearance, you know, these clothes, this cologne. I would have never known had I not built that relationship that that traumatic home life was even taking place, that he needed to sleep at school because he was not sleeping at home and, you know, things of that nature. And it has honestly pushed me to not only build stronger relationships with my students, but to reach out to these parents and to get to know them better so that I can see these things coming. You know, I, I want to know, okay, Johnny's maybe doesn't have, he may be homeless and he may be hopping from couch to couch. So he might be sleepy when he comes into school or, or extra hungry and I need to give him extra food. But honestly, that student taught me that you know, don't judge a book by its cover. What you see on the outside may not be what's going on at home. Very true. A lot of students like that. You know, yeah, very true. Who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? First and foremost, my mom. You know, she was the most nurturing, just your biggest supporter, biggest cheerleader. That was my mom. And second was the high school teacher who said, Maybe you should think about it. You possess all of these qualities that would make a great teacher. I really think this is for you. And and I would say that she influenced me to be where I'm at today. I probably would not be here. And then in high school, there was a program where seniors could sign up, go on a bus or by car to a elementary school. And we would work half a day in a preschool program with preschool teachers and actual preschool children getting that experience. And there was a teacher named Stacy Wilson. She's actually still teaching preschool for the Davis County Public Schools. Um, and she is where I was placed. And I'm just telling you, spending time in her classroom with her, I, I knew like, okay, there's definitely something here. I definitely want to try this. She has such a nurturing classroom and she's such a nurturing teacher that I said I could do this. Thank you. What teaching challenges have you faced during COVID-19? And how have you overcome them? I think the biggest challenge that we've seen is the upped amount of mental health concerns that we have for our students, the students that are really struggling with not understanding why they can't come to school um, and not understanding, you know, we teach preschool here. So our children really don't understand the virus or why they have to stay home or things of that nature. And so I think we're seeing a lot of behavioral concerns and outbursts from these students and the parents are struggling to deal with that. And so we're really trying to combat that um, by leaning heavily into our social and emotional curriculum, which is um, the conscious discipline. And it teaches, you know, um, resilience and um, being very um, understanding and open about these challenges and concerns. And that's, that's what we're trying to do. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'm currently working on my doctorate degree in education, and I'm actually halfway through my national boards. 
those are on hold because of COVID. Obviously, we don't have students in the room, so that's looking a little different for us. But I would like to say that in five years, I'll be done with both. I'll have my doctorate degree and I'll be done with my national boards. Probably still sitting here right in preschool doing what I love. Dr. Miss Nikki, I don't know. Whatever they want to call me is fine. But um, that's where I see myself in five years. And in 10 years, you know, I'd love to still be teaching, maybe even teaching some early childhood classes through a college, because I think this profession is so important. And I want people to understand how amazing this opportunity is to even sit here with these little people that just love and adore you. And that's a job that you get to do every day. So I'd love to, in 10 years, be reaching out to some of these potential teachers and helping them with this career. Thank you, Nikki. And thanks for spending time with us. What final thoughts do you have? I'd just like to say, if this is something that you're interested in or even thinking about, you could be a student like me in high school who maybe isn't the most academically driven, you're socially driven. What better way to put that to use than to be working with children, you know, and and you get to talk to them all day and you have this captive little audience that you can just impart all of the knowledge that you know. It would be such a blessing to have more teachers. And I just want people to understand that this is the place to be. This is still such a rewarding and fulfilling job. Please consider it. My name is Nikki Sims, and this is why I teach. Thank you, Nikki. And thanks to our listeners. Be sure to be on the lookout for our next installment of This is Why I Teach. And remember, teacher affects eternity. They can never tell where their influence stops. Have a great day. 